0: Welcome to the New York Now podcast, a modern wholesale market for retailers and specialty buyers seeking diversity and discovery. Gathering twice a year in America's design capital, New York City, it's where buyers and designers unearth a refreshed and dedicated collection of eclectic lifestyle products. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the New York Now Spotlight podcast. I'm your host, Amy Lowenberg, Senior Relations Manager for New York Now community spotlight podcaster, and all-around retailer advocate. My focus is to bring you important information, conversation, and perspectives from both sides of the aisle. Today's conversation is with Jennifer Katawi, the founder and CEO of Vabesta, a children's e-com and retail business based in Lower Manhattan. Vabesta features both brick and mortar and web shops curated for a city child, with good spanning from unique clothing, toys and gifts to best in-class gear and furniture. Babesta also offers a suite of media offerings, including the Babesta Beat blog, an extension of the award-winning Babesta Beat magazine. And prior to starting Babesta, Jen worked in fashion and lifestyle media as a managing and executive editor, and also served as the editor-in-chief of Earnshaw's magazine. Trained as a lawyer, She started her career in tax and business consulting at Ernst & Young. And in addition to her work at BabeSta, she is a venture fellow at Alumni Ventures, a network-driven venture capital company, and focuses her time there on the blockchain Web3 space. Y'all know what that is? She is excited for technology's potential to provide enhanced offerings for commerce, community, and education. Jen also volunteers at Build, a nonprofit that engages high schoolers in under resourced communities with the power of entrepreneurship. She is a dynamo, as you just heard, and you will now hear. Hey, Jen, thank you so much for joining me today. Oh my gosh, thank you so much for having me. I'm
1: so excited to be here talking to you.
0: I'm so looking forward to this. So, you know, with New York now being just a couple of months away, I was looking at all of the wonderful retailers we have registered, you being one of them. Um, and that's just something I like to do all the time because I, I always want to make sure that our incredible community of buyers are, are just, they're ready for market. But I also like to introduce myself to new people in stores all the time. And full transparency, I'm not as up on our children's stores. So when I came across you and Babesta, I was pretty amazed at how much you offer your customers. And I was impressed by how you've made shopping simpler and focused on the city parent and their unique needs. But even on top of that, Babesday isn't just an urban children's store. I, I think it's what I would call like a nonconformist children's store. Um, you radiate a very current social awareness and you have been sharing that for a couple of decades now. So why don't you tell us a bit more about your background and and how Babesta came to be.
1: Sure, sure. Well, thank you. Thank you for that um, very generous intro. Let's see, I started in a completely different space. I started as a tax lawyer, like never thought that this was gonna be my trajectory. Um, I worked as a consultant for Ernst & Young. I lived abroad for a couple of years. I had always been writing on the side. I came back to the US and pivoted into media and I worked for several magazines and I think it was lifestyle magazines, fashion magazines. And I became really interested, it was at a time that, editorial had a very unique position in kind of driving what consumers wanted. And um, I got very interested in that. And then, so I was, pregnant and um, like many people that find themselves there, um, I started looking at the children's world, the children's industry for the very first time. And it was full of these brands I didn't know, these products I didn't know, all of this unfamiliar stuff. And, um, you know, with my kind of editorial hat, I said, "Mm, you know, what does this need? You know, what does it look like? How would I enjoy this space even more? Um, you know, it's hard to believe now because we have come so far. I mean, this was many years ago. This is 2004. Right. So it was a very genderized pink, blue. If you wanted to be kind of a bit of a rabble rouser, there was yellow and green. But, you know, it was a very the the children's fashion um, space was a, kind of a very predictable gendered space. And um, at the time, uh, I kind of looked to it and said, well, I'd really love to see something that was more reflective of me here. I started looking for brands. I wasn't um, really thinking about starting something myself. I was just searching for myself. And I I pulled together brands that I thought were really interesting in this space. And it, it really was all about pop culture, fun. You know, I really wanted to find the fun in being pregnant. I thought it was fun. I wanted to celebrate it and I wanted it to feel like me. Um, A a lot of the things that I started bringing together were a kind of, um, yeah, pop culture, slogan tees and band tees. First and foremost was band tees. And, um, you know, a little bit uh, later, I was encouraged by some of those brands. Why don't you start you know, start a site. It was early days of the internet, early days of e-com. It was pretty, um, pretty basic, but we did and, um, and started completely online. And, and so we never, even from the first day, we never said girl or boy, you never shopped girl or boy. And um, it was just shop these cool t-shirts. And uh, it was funny because, uh we had been doing it for a while. We were doing the Tribeca Family Festival, a lot of outdoor in-person events. Um, we really kind of uh, tested our market in our Tribeca neighborhood, and we found that it was working quite well. We got a couple plum um, shout-outs from New York Magazine, and you know some of some of these uh, you know great New York publications, and it just started gaining um, momentum. And then one day, uh, actually, my husband, who was looking at different um, uh, retail spaces for comps for something completely different, Mm -hmm. um, had walked into this space and said, it just looks so babe stuff. You have to come down here. It was tiny. It was jewel box. It had a signature orange ceiling already. uh, And I walked in and said, boy, I had never thought of brick and mortar, but let's do it. And. And we jumped into it. Now, you have to remember that we were an online store. Um, at the time, we were for badass babies and trendsetting kids. Uh, trendsetting tots, I'm sorry. Badass babies and trendsetting tots. Love it. Which, <laughs> which And we had a logo of a baby with a diaper like sort of peeking down. Um, <laughs> we did have to kind of button up and get a little bit more corporate once we were um, mm-hmm. kind of... Um, uh, going brick and mortar in, right. in the neighborhood. And so we did a revision of our um our logo. And so you know the signature orange baby with headphones. Um and Love it. yeah, and we are curated for the cool city child. So we've we changed a little bit in that transition. But when we opened that store, um what was funny is, you know, I had not done retail before. I had been a tax lawyer, I had been a writer, I had been a editor. Um, I, you know, we were kind of going at it step by step. And of course, as we started bringing our inventory into this retail space, we said, we're only T-shirts. Yeah. <laughs> so so when our neighborhood says, but where, where are the bottoms that I'd like to wear with this? And where are the socks? And where are the shoes? We started kind of going category by category saying, okay, I know what a Babes to T-shirt looks like.
0: Wow. What does a Babes
1: to pant look like? What does a babes to sock look like? What does a babes to shoe look like? Hat. And we went in every category really thinking about what is our DNA? Who are we? What are we trying to say? And what does this
0: look like? So you started with just one category of t-shirts and then brick and mortar literally pushed you to develop every other category and subcategory that you have right now.
1: Correct. Wow. Correct. Yeah and and um you know of course we take our job as a neighborhood store quite seriously and people you know needed us for a variety of things right. so as we started really getting to know our customers We started getting to know what their needs were and, you know, how we could serve our neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And we started just growing then into, um, you know, some of the gifts and some of the toys and some of the accessories and then on into strollers and some of the gear. So that was all by need.
0: Well, let's jump in here. I I have to say uh, I thoroughly enjoyed walking through your store the other day. Um, your product assortment is pretty stellar. I mean, it really is. I was engrossed from concept to concept to concept. I had the best time walking through your store from the moment I entered and I saw those tiny concert tees <laughs> sporting like Zappa and Tupac and Bowie, and, and completely made me sad that I have none of my original concert tees from back in the day. Um, you have these wonderful baby rocker books that are honoring Aretha and Elvis and Janice. And you even have like this ghost electric guitar, this like baby electric guitar, it's hysterical. You've completely captured the New York City music um, scene. Uh, reminded me again of my youth. Um, but then I, I walked into your true New York City section and you are showing respect to taxis and pretzels and Metro cards. And then it just drove me all the way back to the back of your store where I felt like I was in like the heart of your business, like carriages and strollers, as you mentioned, like bassinets. And it was just crib central. Um, these are like buying new cars for parents. And, and it, it must also be like parking them without a garage. So <laughs> jump in there because I could really tell that that was a really important section of uh, stuff.
1: Yeah, no, it absolutely is, and 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 just to step back. So um, when we started our our first store, it was a tiny store with just the clothing, and of and we started adding these gear items, and we had to think to ourselves, you know, how is a stroller babe stuff? How mm-hmm. is it like? At, you know, they they don't really have that that level of uniqueness than might a fashion item or or something like that. And we, we really look to the city. And it, like you said, um, we're curated for a cool city child. City is part of our DNA. And so as we look at that, we were like, okay, on the fashion side, you got to stand out. You're in a densely populated city. You want something that reflects your values, reflects your fun, shows a bit of attitude, fun, and, and, you know, turns a head or two. So that's great. But then as we get into the gear, we think about our city parent. And it's, it's a really, like, very important piece of this whole thing, as you um, had noted. Um, for, for New York City, you need gear that is really serving you. You are short on time. You are short on space. And so the things that you choose have to be chosen very well and really align to what your specific needs are and what your specific situation is. And in New York City, as I said, short on space, you need your things to do double duty. They need to be the best in class. And so we really leaned in on um, this idea of selection and really going through painstakingly through... um, a, a kind of checklist of things that we as New York parents look for in our gear. And we 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 apply that to all the gear that we come across and we, we bring our favorites into the store. We bring the ones that we think best represent what a New York family is going to need. Um, and so when it comes to a stroller, you know, you need you don't want the most unique stroller on the block. Um, you can be unique in many other ways. You know, show your style in your clothing, in some of, you know, your accessories, those sort of things. But with your stroller, you need it to work. Our New York parents are strolling. They could be strolling eight hours a day, negotiating their neighborhood. What do they need? They need something that is robust and strong. They need great storage because they they need to be able, they're, they're kind of navigating their life they might have groceries or shopping or dry cleaning they don't want to have to keep going home they Mm -hmm. need great wheels we down here in tribeca we've got you know the cobblestone streets yeah (laughs) you know you've got you can off-road into the parks you want to make sure that it's really um easy to stroll a great push you're not disrupting the baby and they're feeling like you know the shocks of going over curbs and stuff like that so You know, for us, that is the really key decision when you're having a child. And so um, that's something we leaned very, very deeply into. And then beyond that, all of the gear, you know, we look to all the gear to find sort of the best of um, and then furniture, you know, kind of reflecting um, a modern sensibility, uh, but also... Um, with values that align with ours, sustainability, fair trade, eco-friendly, organic, everything in, um, in the store is at least one of those things. We really like to look and or made in the U.S. or, or, or artist-led companies where, where the patterns or, um, are, are really the artist's own work. We really look toward authenticity and really a high-quality experience.
0: Yeah, I also really loved how you your artwork throughout the store as well is very uh, reflective of 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 urban living and and again it's back in the day for me it was a very interesting dichotomy but yet very current at the same time. Um, there is definitely a building awareness right uh, socially now, um, and like I said before, you were kind of ahead of the curve. Um, how are you feeling now about this collective? Building of social awareness and and where babesta is,
1: yeah. I mean, I feel great about that. Um I, I mean, I feel great about where we started. as i I told you, we started in concert t-shirts. There is no gender for concert t-shirts. I like the Rolling Stones. And I'm a woman, like I can do that and I can wear that T-shirt. And and so there's no, this this band is for boys, this band is for girls. And so we started there. We really want to celebrate the uniqueness, the individual. Um, and I think the world has really over these years come further and further in that way where we're really honoring the individual and their decisions and their uniqueness and celebrating that. And so I'm I'm very happy that the world has kind of come closer and closer to this, this, um, space, because Mm -hmm. I think it's really important for people to feel valued, obviously to -hmm. feel celebrated, to feel free, to feel judgment free and, 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 and really, you know, kind of, um, carve their own path in life. And, and that starts from when they're little, like there's no need for us to prescribe what, what they do and, and how they do it. That's really their path.
0: Well, I mean, I I think that is the major point right there is is letting the tiny human develop who they are and and decide what direction they move in based on a more fluid uh, arrangement of what's presented to them as they develop. I, if that's if that made sense.
1: Yeah, totally, totally. And that's that's that really- it. We sought to do, we color blocked, you know, from the get go. So no girls and boys, just color blocking and let them gravitate to what they love. And, you know, they and their families, you know, it's, it's, it's their journey. And we're just here to show them a lot of really amazing choices that we hope and we believe they're going to love.
0: Well, are you seeing any trends? Like where, where do you want to see this evolve to? Are you seeing anything bubble up out of the uh, atmosphere here? Yeah, I mean,
1: I think um, the trend uh, is is certainly through uh, toward this very um, conscientious consumer. I think consumers really want to know a lot more about the brands, the ethos of the brands, the origin of the brands, where things are made, and all of that. It's something that we've always done and we've always paid a lot of attention to. So that's something, these are conversations we love to have. And I think our customers have become more and more interested, more and more knowledgeable, Coming into the store about all the brands, about kind of the backstory and and where they're made and what their values are, um, and and we're, we just feel very pleased and very um, honored to represent great brands that um, really stand for something. I think it's really important that brand, like we stand for something, and uh, and we do that. ourselves but also by virtue of the choices that we make and that's how everybody is today you know you're you're really showing who you are because you've made these choices very considered choices that are reflective of some of the things that that you value um and and so we we you know love being part of that conversation because we're so comfortable and and proud of the brands that that we've kind of selected to be within our our space
0: yeah. And I love to say again that you are a New York Now retailer and you come shop market.
1: Oh, you better believe it. We don't miss it.
0: New <laughs> York Now has
1: long been one of our favorite shows. Actually, one one thing that I really love about it um, and, you know, Babesda exists in this space sort of it's a children's store, but it's really like a parent and children's store. It really unites the parent and child. And and so we, we're really talking to both parties at any given time, whether it's through the nostalgia, whether it's <laughs> through the quality and the sustainability. Um, you know, there there are a lot of lot of conversations going on at once. And New York Now brings together wh- what I love when I walk New York Now is yes, you've got a, a phenomenal baby and child section, but we don't keep ourselves there. We walk the whole show, we find gems throughout the show because there are things for adults that we've kind of brought into yes. the child's world and and things from um the child's world there. I can't tell you the amount of adults that come in and going, do you have this in an adult size? You know, no, no, so we no, really no. want to bring that sensibility together. And um, we yeah. actually did that ages ago. Um, we had worked with a company called Kid Robot, um, very much built for the 18 to 28-year-old male vinyl toy collector. And this was so many years ago and we brought them into Babesta and we had to kind of filter some of them because some of that 18 to 28 year old male sensibility was not appropriate for our children, but some of it was phenomenal for our children. And it provided this like, this, this place where two generations can come together and really love something like mm-hmm. fully on their own and share that experience. So, um, one example is like the yummy collection from them, uh, Heidi Kenny's yummy donuts, yummy, yummy foods collection. That was certainly part of our DNA for, for a long, long time. Um, but, but something that, appeals to both parent and child. And, and, and that's New York now, you know, you've got all of this for us. It's, it's really a place where all of these things can coexist and we can look through the lens of our Babes to customer.
0: Ah, uh, well, thank you for that. I mean, highlighting all of our amazing retailers, brand values are so important to us. And, and, you know, we continue to amplify and, and recognize in, in every corner that we can possibly, um, amplify. Uh, it's important, and and it's something that we share with our exhibitors as well that the more we know about them and the more that we can share who they are and what their stories are and what their values are, the um, more uh, attractive they become to retailers such as yourself that, as you just say, um, the story and the you know the brand value behind a company is extremely important to you in in representing your brand in the way that you want to represent um I, I would think that with each new parent that enters babesta you're you're building these family extensions that just carry on for years um you understand what's important to them they're you know they're seeking a certain type of product or you can pick up on trends over the years that they're you know developing so it all works together very cohesively um being able to offer your community as, um, with a sizable collection of Connection and educational resources, as well, is definitely one way to continue developing this, excuse me, generational aspect, even beyond the sheer product. Um, Tell us about these resources and some of the partnerships you've developed.
1: Yeah, well, I think first, we we try to build as many resources into Babesta as we possibly can. So we try to keep a conversation going through our blog. Um, We have developed all sorts of kind of resources on our site, where, whether they be kind of master classes. We offer Zoom um, consultations, and you know we try to be everywhere that could be convenient for our client to have these conversations, um, and and really have a repository of information that they can draw from um, if they have questions. And then of course have live chat, which I love. Um, I personally answer it a lot of the time um, because I it, it's like having that live conversation in the store, um, really having, you know, a real detailed, helpful conversation online, which a lot of people are very comfortable doing that um, uh, today and might not have the time or may not be geographically close to us at all that they can't come in, but they want to have the level of service, et cetera.
0: Yeah, we even talked about that. It's that real hybrid of, you know, personal and technical just blended together. And there, there are so many different streets that we can take in that vein. And I think the fact you don't have a bot is is pretty cool. because yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how you're doing all this. How are you doing all this? <laughs> It comes
1: to my phone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it comes to my phone. So it's really 24-7. And I'm certainly not the only one who answers, but I am one of them that answers. And everybody who answers is um, you know, a, a babes to associate. So you're really getting that same in-store experience as Fantastic. you are online. And that I think to me is very important. I I react very um poorly to bots. I don't like bots. Um, it just doesn't leave a great taste in my mouth. And I know, you know, when you are at the point that you need Babesta beyond just like gifting and and things like that, you're really looking for technical help on goods. You really need a person. You need somebody who's going to ask you great questions and isn't just like automated into suggesting something. I mean, I wouldn't know what you want, unless I asked you a whole host of questions about how you live and if you're in a walk-up and if you're in the city and all of these things kind of help me understand you a little bit better. And that's the only way that I can give you great advice. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and beyond that, we work with local organizations like HRP Mamas. Um, we do an educational series with them four times a year. So some of the new, um, newly pregnant local um, members of the HRP Mamas community will come on and we'll give them kind of a gear, how to, how to approach. Because I think a lot of it, you know, it can be very overwhelming at the beginning for a new parent. And a lot of it is just kind of demystifying category by category and saying, what should I care about? You know, the, everything looks great online. Everybody has snazzy marketing photos. Everybody, you know, makes these claims, and you can search and you can find a, a community of fans of all of these brands. How do you make sense of it? Um, and, and so that's kind of where we come in, because I think you know, especially um, as I was many years ago, you know, you you come into this. World, you've never looked at it before. You don't know these brands. There are a lot of marketing messages. Once you start looking in, everybody's got an opinion, and you're really looking to make sense of it all and understand. Well, what does this mean to me? You know, I could chase yeah. the first like positive review and just do everything that that person does. But how do I know that they are really like me and my experience will be similar to them? Because we can see that there's a there is a great um, a perfect customer for each of the, the items that we we bring in. And I will only know how, you know, to advise you to think about it and the considerations that you should make in making your decision. We'll never tell you, of course, what decision is right for you because only you know that.
0: Wow. Yeah. I mean, it sounds, um, it sounds pretty intense, but I guess if you think about it, you're talking about a, a newly formed human life. You, you, you want to make sure you do your due diligence and not just throw something out, you know? Right, um, no,
1: absolutely not an add to cart moment. I always yeah. say that. This is this is, you know, if you're going to spend time with anything, this is a good time to really and and most people do, do your research, yeah. Talk to someone who's knowledgeable, get some expert advice that um you know, other parents in your neighborhood, you know, local stores or people that will give you the time and really talk it through with you that really know the market.
0: Yeah. Um you know, there is one um one resource you work with, you were sharing them, uh, about them with me at, at the store when, when we were talking about the, the strollers and then the evolution of, uh, you know, a child's growth and, you know, moving into different styles. Tell, tell us a bit about, um, is it Rep Rebel Store?
1: Yes. Rebel Stork. I love the um, name Rebel
0: Stork. <laughs>
1: I know. And can you imagine when Babes does, he's Rebel yeah. Stork. Obviously we the need perfect to perfect alignment. Yeah. Absolutely <laughs> perfect. No, I'm, I'm thrilled to be talking about this. This is our latest partnership. So it just launched probably a week, two weeks ago, something like that. Just super new. Um, right. so what it is, it's, it's really re-commerce. So we know, and again, city families short on space we're we're going to outfit you for the very best thing for you right now but your life changes over time you may have less use for that stroller but that stroller was a very important purchase for you but maybe okay. now you're going to have a second child and you have a single stroller well for a New York family, like the last thing you want is to aggregate a lot of gear in your house that you're not using. And so when we saw Rebel Stork and their e-commerce model, we said, we have to partner with you. This is amazing what you're doing. And so basically it's really offering our customers and, and really any, anybody, everybody, you don't have to have bought by ba- from Babesta. Um, the opportunity to bring back their gently used gear. And it's going to be assessed. Uh, Rebel Stork actually assesses it with an AI driven um, pricing calculator. And then you're going to get either cash upon um, sale of that on this resale platform or almost immediately a Babes to gift card. So um, if you're somebody who's going from a single stroller to a double stroller, totally makes sense. Get the gift card. um, And then you can really offset that. that, you know, the if price. That's meant
0: in, in the next item that they need to purchase. Yeah, it makes right? it really
1: efficient for you. And also, yeah. I mean, there are always gifts. There are always birthday parties. Really? These never expire. So I, I, of course, think that this is the great way to do it. But um, I just really love the idea of giving our clients an out with their gear so that they can, they can move really fluidly, really easily to what stage they're in and what their current needs are without feeling overwhelmed or, Mm -hmm. you know, just having all this stuff. Because I I know, you know, we all know in New York, if you have a lot of clutter in your house, it just, it gives you this kind of latent anxiety and you just- You need to get out and it's hard. It's hard to get rid of gear. I mean, you can donate it. It's surprisingly hard sometimes to to donate. It's surprisingly hard um, to sell on secondary markets. So here's a secondary market that is really geared, um, you know, toward this kind of better uh, children's market. And this is helping people um, access these great brands on the other side as well. So I think it, you know, it ends up being a win-win, I think, all the way around. And that's... A really kind of exciting, you know. Th- I think that really is really reflective of today and some of the solutions that we're coming up with, you know, in re-commerce and sustainability and circular economy type um, uh, situations. You know, we're really finding that win-win where we're helping the the earth, we're helping new
0: mothers, yes. we're yes. helping
1: current mothers. We're, you know, we're really kind of, um, you know, doing good on a lot of a lot of fronts
0: yeah it's circular commerce is is uh, uh it it is applicable to everybody's business and anybody's industry and yeah. just really helps to push us in in thinking about every aspect of the life cycle of that product and who we can help and whether that's a human or whether it's the environment or you know economically, socially yeah. a- anything it's um it's definitely a louder and louder statement, and you are you have been stepping into that. You've been in that world. You're not stepping into it. You're probably one of the main retailers that I can think of that has been focused, uh, mentally focused in, in, in that area for as long as you have been. So congratulations on that. It's, it's, an, uh, it's a great partnership. Um, do you have anything on the horizon? Is there, do you see any trends? Is there anything you can share with us? Um, yeah, I'm very
1: newly, you know we're always looking at what's what's next. I'm actually um, at the same time also working as a venture fellow with a venture capital firm that's focused. it's got a a, a division that's focused on blockchain technology. So I've really dived into this whole web 3 blockchain area um, and I, I've really kind of looked to where this um, where e-commerce, commerce, community fits into that space. And so that's really where I'm thinking. And um, I recently uh, started working with a company that's building a shopping mall, uh, Metaverse, very new in its uh, uh, existence. They are just starting to build, and we are going to be partnering with them um, in order to really kind of flush out what this looks like for Um, a retailer and experience some of the the beginnings of this new space, which I think is quite exciting. Um, You know, uh, metaverse is, you know, it's kind of one of those big terms that you're like, oh my gosh, you know, are we all wearing these giant headsets? How is this working? But I think you know, over the next 10 years, there's going to be kind of a a stepping towards this space um, with uh, augmented reality. And I see a lot of ways that we as Babesta, who have always been looking to scale what we offer in lower Manhattan out to the world, I think besides opening a lot of stores across the country which is a model that has been tried in the past by different um, different players. I think this offers us a different way to scale a different way to talk to our consumers in a in a you know in an even more real way than you know just chat. It kind of takes it to the next level. so I'm really excited and playing around in this area. I know it's a very nascent area but um, I like yeah. to be there.
0: I'm. Um, I'm definitely going to have to align with you, and you're going to have to help <laughs> educate me along the way because you just said a bunch of things that I haven't heard before. <laughs> <laughs> so we will count on you to be our our, our voice of education throughout the uh, the years as as we venture down into this metaverse. Um, all right, my friend, this has been a really lovely, full conversation. Is Is there anything that we have left out that you want to mention? Do you feel no. good? <laughs> yeah, I
1: feel good. Um, yeah. Let's see. I mean, I I don't know. yet. Yeah, we've been doing this for so long. Yeah. We are so excited. The you know to be meeting our Generation Z customer. We've done X. We've done Y, and now <laughs> we're 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 looking towards Z. We love the values, um, kind of imbued in this uh this new customer, and they're really driving all the things that we're doing right now. And it's a you know it, it it's a fun ride. I can say it's a fun ride and it's, it's really amazing. It's an amazing position to be in, to be talking to people as they're at this super important life um, moment. And uh, I I thank all of my customers for their trust in us over these years, because uh, you know, we're always trying to serve them the, the best we can in as many ways as we can.
0: Well, your values are beautiful and wonderful. And, um, I think everybody needs to get to know you. So, uh, whether you have children or you don't have children, you always need to buy a gift and we know that's a fact. So how does one connect with you and Babesta?
1: Um, well, yeah, tons of ways. Um, we're online babesta.com B-A-B-E-S-T-A, uh, .com. We are on chat. I might I'd be happy to chat with you on chat Um, and we're in lower Manhattan. So the very best way to see us is to come in and experience it, have the conversation, see the selection um, in person. And, uh, you know, we love we love to host our customers, show them around and hopefully have them leave knowing something new, seeing something cool, you know, something to talk about, something to get excited about.
0: Well, I sure did. So definitely, (laughs) you did what you set out to do. Um, I look forward to popping back into your store and watching it evolve. Um, I look forward to walking with you in the aisles in August at New York Now, Um, and then just speaking further with you. This has been truly enjoyable. Thank you so much for joining us today, Jen.
1: Oh, thank you so much, Amy. And I can't wait to visit New York Now in August. Um, I know that we are going to be finding a lot more amazing things for our customers as we always do.
0: Oh, you definitely will. We have a lot of really fun things in store, especially with the baby and child section. So eyes wide open, my friend. Eyes wide (laughs) open, okay? (laughs) Fabulous. (laughs) Great. Well, we'll talk soon. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed our conversation as much as I did. Be sure to follow Jen and Babesta on Instagram and Twitter at Babesta, you can follow them on Facebook at Gabesta underscore Jen with two N's. And of course at babesta.com with her live and in-person chat feature. Don't forget to check in with New York Now Weekly for new and exciting conversations crossing over a myriad of topics and people. And make sure to follow us on Instagram at York underscore now, San Fran underscore now, and me as well at amy.atnynow. You can find us on Facebook and LinkedIn And don't forget, New York Now is an online 365 sourcing and connection and lead generation platform. Make sure to sign up and sign in and definitely connect with me when you do. Thank you so much. And I will talk with you all soon. Thank you for listening to the New York Now podcast. Make sure to tune in weekly for engaging and insightful conversations, touching on the most relevant topics facing our community today. Visit newyorknow.com to learn more about our market and how you can join in on the conversation.